Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about taking on larger pools on your service account and why this may be a good idea and why it may be a bad idea. And I'll go over all the aspects of a larger pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Currently, I don't have any pools on my route that are over 15,000 gallons. Now, what do I consider a large pool? A large pool to me is anywhere from 20 to 40,000 gallons. Of course, some people even put like a 50,000 or 60,000 gallon pool in their backyard. And I consider these to be excessive in a lot of ways. And I don't maintain large pools anymore. Now, the largest pool, residential pool that I've maintained was about 40,000 gallons. I maintained this pool for about a year and it even had an island in the middle. I wish I would have filmed this pool. I could probably go back, I know the address, and and get some shots of it, but it was weird because the homeowner had a a raft in in the pool, and I would row out to the island so that I can clean around that area. It was a real mess because uh, it had also a bridge on there, and there was a side where it had rock formations where it was hard to clean and brush. So you'll find sometimes that these larger pools have a lot of obstacles and a lot of things that make cleaning these larger pools more difficult. The fact that they're larger is a factor in itself. If you're fairly new to pool service and you take on a large pool, you may want to consider these these points here that I'm going to point out to you. It's funny in my area, but the builders don't really think about the large pool any different than when they build a small pool. I had this pool on my route. I got to say it was probably about 30,000 gallons. And when I got into the equipment room, and the equipment room was kind of tucked into this little shed, it was really ridiculous, and it had a 60-square-foot D filter, and it had a salt system, it was an Ecomatic salt system, that was rated for a pool about half the size. So to me, at the initial setup of this pool, the builder, if you don't know what the Ecomatic salt systems were, they were really popular in California back in the early 2000, I think 2005, 2010. These were popular systems. They didn't work very well, and I don't think there's any more of them out on the market. But already the setup for this pool was a handicap, and it was really difficult to maintain this pool. I tried for about a year. It had a waterfall. It had water features. It was it had a, a Polaris um, 280, which was good to have that in the pool, but it was just a mess to maintain because it had a 60-square-foot D filter. And since it was in an equipment room that was pretty tiny, There's really nowhere to expand to add another filter to this pool. So unfortunately, you know, this pool, in my opinion, is fairly impossible to maintain. And, you know, when I went by, they called me back like two years after I stopped cleaning the pool. They wanted me to service it again. 
and I went back there, and the pool was green. It was just really ugly, and I could see the failure of the actual build of this pool, causing this pool to have nothing but problems. So that's one thing to consider, is that a lot of times they don't anticipate a larger pool being anything different than a 15,000-gallon pool, and so they don't leave any room for expansion. Fortunately, another large pool that I had on my route was about the same size. The filter was in the back. They had two FNS Plus 60-square-foot filters in tandem, which was nice, but I replaced those with two Pentair Clean and Clear Plus 520-square-foot cartridge filters. So I got a 1,000 square feet of filtration in this pool, which made a huge difference in this pool going from two 60-square-foot D filters to two 520-square-foot cartridge filters. And I also had a salt system installed here, a, a Pentair IC60, which really helped a lot to maintain the coin level in that pool. So there are things you can do to help maintain a large pool. And by the way, I used two black pool or X units in this pool to really give it a shot of maintaining itself. It had a lot of rock formations and crevices and things like that. And so algae would form very easily in this pool. And I had the pool running for 23 hours a day and it had a variable speed pump and I had it running at 3,300 RPMs because basically it needed to be run every day. It was being heated to about 80 degrees. It was a large pool with water features, rock formations. So that's one key thing with the large pool. So if you have a pool that's 30 or 40,000 gallons on your route, you want to make sure you have the proper equipment. So you want to have the largest filtration possible. If you want to put two filters in tandem, that's that's perfectly fine if there's room for that. And you run you want to run that pool as long as you can at the highest RPM possible. The reason why I ran this pool at 3300 is because it was a little bit quieter than running it at 3450 RPMs, believe it or not, just by reducing it by that small amount made it a lot quieter. It was there was a rock formation that the equipment was behind and it would the sound would just amplify off of that. And so running it at a little bit lower speed really did help with that sound. But if you need to run it at 3450 RPMs at full speed and there's a VS pump, you're welcome to do that because circulation in a large pool is key. If you've ever been to a commercial pool that's 30,000 gallons, you'll note that the filter is running, the pump is running 24 hours a day because they want to make sure that the water is safe to swim in, the clarity is important, and the same goes with a residential pool that's large like this, especially if it's being used want to run the pool as long as possible. So of course the first thing I do when I do a bid on a pool, especially a large pool when I was bidding these, and I was taking on these pools because I needed pools on my route. So large pools were something that I didn't pass up on. But the first thing I would do is assess the equipment, see if this was even feasible. And I, I mentioned the mistake I did with the pool that had a 60 square foot D filter. I took it on and I tried for a year and it was really hard to maintain, and I was I was actually losing money because I was spending so much time there and effort maintaining this pool. So the equipment is important, so assess the equipment. Make sure the builder put in some decent equipment or left room for you to upgrade that equipment to put another filter in or put a larger filter in. Now, they do have commercial filters. Uh, you could put a Hayward commercial filter. It's like 800 square feet. So you may want to go that direction if there's room for that. You definitely want to put in a large salt system and you can, of course, put two salt systems in if you need to, if the pool is that big. But a salt water generator does help a lot. You may even have to compensate or help supplement that with chlorine at the same time. Because some of these large pools do have a high chlorine demand. 
because of the usage and just the just the, the amount of water that's flowing in this pool. So it's not impossible to maintain a large pool. I've maintained many large pools successfully. It's just a hassle, and there's a built-in hassle factor and time factor. Now, if you're in Texas, all you have sometimes in your area are large pools, you know, 30,000-gallon pools. And so you already know that you're bidding this pool, and you're doubling what you would charge for a pool half the size, and you're accounting for the amount of time you're going to be there, and the extra chemicals, and a lot of Pool service start in Texas at $250, dollars $400 for a large pool. And so you're already getting paid for that. So if you are bidding a large pool, and let's say that your normal 15,000-gallon pool rate is $180 a month, and you get a pool that's 30,000 gallons, well, logically, you want to charge close to $300 a month for that pool because you want to make sure you're getting paid for the extra effort and time and you know, doubling your service rate for a smaller pool is logical when you're bidding a larger pool. If they say no, well, then that's fine because you are not losing any money by turning it down. If they wanted you to do it for 180, that that would be ridiculous. If that's your service rate for a 15,000 gallon pool, and so keep that in mind that the time you're going to spend there, a lot of times, is going to be amplified over a smaller pool. And if something were to happen at this pool, and I mentioned. The pool that I converted with two 520-square-foot cartridge filters at this pool, the customer left it in spa mode all week long. And it's one of those things where uh, it was a disaster when I got back there. The pool just turned. It probably took about two weeks of solid effort to get this pool somewhat back to normal when it wasn't running all week because they left it in spa mode. And it's one of those things where something happens like that. Or if you get a windstorm, and when the windstorm hits and this pool got hit with the leaves, it was just a Herculean effort to return this pool to normal. And then two weeks later, another windstorm hit. So consider the effort when something happens to a big pool and the effort to turn it back around is a factor. And if you can just have your route with small pools like I do, you know, 15,000 gallons or less, it's a much easier life. And it's one of those things that you may want to consider doing. Now, you may not have a choice again if you're in Texas or or Hawaii where the pools are just gigantic by nature. But if you do have a choice in your area and you don't want to do big pools, you don't really need to do them. You can try to do some big pools. It is good money because you're getting paid more. You should be getting paid more to maintain it. But it may not be worth the effort if you can do two small pools at the same amount of time it would take you to do one big pool. So you may want to think long and hard about it because a large pool is very similar to a commercial pool in a lot of ways. Now, some ways to circumvent the problems at a large pool is you can do twice a week service there. So you can go there on a Tuesday and a Thursday or a Monday and a Friday. And this really helps sometimes if you have like a 40,000 gallon pool that's used quite a bit. Now, if it's a big pool that's not being used, you may not need twice a week service because there's nothing going on there. But sometimes and a lot of times these larger pools are being used during the summer you definitely want to go twice a week to kind of offset any kind of problems that may arise there, and it makes it easier. And of course, you're going to charge for the extra service you're going to that pool in that one-week period. People with large pools typically have deep pockets. I don't think any of the large pools that I service was owned by anyone who made less, who was not a millionaire. So, you know, they do have the resources. Of course, a lot of people are tight with their money, and they don't want to do anything. But most large pools in my area, at least, they're owned by people who have the means to maintain them and to pay someone well to maintain these pools.
The last thing you want to do with large pool is to maintain it and be losing money. And this is something that you're going to learn right away that if you take on a large pool and you're not charging a premium for it, your time, because let's say that typically a 15,000 gallon pool takes you about 20 minutes to clean and maintain maybe less in some areas, let's say 15 minutes. In a large pool, we'll just do it by the minute, let's say, just to make it logical. So a 15,000 gallon pool takes you 15 minutes to clean and maintain every week. You can do three of those in one hour if they're pretty close together. A 40,000 gallon pool takes you 40 minutes a week to maintain. And if you're not getting paid the rate for that, and if you're losing money in that pool because you're putting gobs of chemicals in that you're not charging for, then there's a problem there. So I think if you take on a large pool and you're getting paid for it, it may be something worth your effort. But if you have four or five of these large pools on your route, it may be a real drain on you and a drain on your, you mentally and physically. And so you may want to maybe get cut down to two of these pools or you may want to get rid of them entirely. Again, area dependent because in Texas, a lot of the pools are just large by nature. And I've had a person who bought a, a pool route in Texas. I can't remember the city offhand. But he called me and he had 60 pools and they were all like 30,000 gallons or more. And they, they they started turning on him because he didn't really get the proper training. And the amount of money he was investing in PORX units and chemicals to turn these pools around was just incredible. And I'm not sure if he made it. He, you know, dropped out of the group. And so more than likely the business folded. But if you have like 20 or 30 of these pools and they start turning on you, then you're in a world of hurt. So the big pools, I think, would be something that I would limit if you can in your area. If you want to have two or three of these, which I've had before in my route, they're manageable if you have the right way to manage it. I would suggest this formula, upgrading the equipment. If it's an old filter or an undersized filter, try to get a large filter put in or two filters in tandem. Try to get a saltwater generator installed at that pool. Of course, use borates in that pool to 50 parts per million. Put a pool RX in there also for extra insurance. You want you may want to put a black pool RX and a booster or two black pool RX units. And you definitely want to make sure this pool never has a problem because turning it around is a big hassle. You also want to make sure you have a proper automatic cleaner for this pool. If you want to have a suction cleaner, you definitely want to get the top of the line. Pressure cleaners seem to work better in larger pools, and, and most of the large pools actually in my area had pressure cleaners plumbed in, which is good because they would pick up the larger debris, and they really have no limit to how many hose sections you can add to the pressure cleaner. I guess there is a limit, but you can really have the pressure cleaner go you know, 50 feet across the pool if necessary. Suction cleaners, it may be more problem- problematic to have 60 feet of suction hose, but the pressure cleaner, there's no problem with that. Robotic pool cleaners definitely would be an option. They have many models that have 70 or 80 feet of cord or cable, so that's something that you would want. But you definitely would need an automatic cleaner in one of these large pools. I I would not take on a large pool and not have a cleaner in there because you need some kind of help during the week with that pool. And a customer should be proactive with a large pool. There should be an autofill with this large pool that's operating so that the pool never runs out of water. They may want to skim the pool for you during the week or empty the skimmer baskets because the larger pool needs more attention. If you're not going to be there twice a week, you're going to need the customer's help with the larger pool in some cases. And if you ever get a pool with an island with a raft that you have to row out to, you may want to turn that down. It's actually a novelty. It's kind of fun the first time 
you go out there. But after that, it kind of gets old. And if you get a large pool with maybe a side, you can't really brush well. Because a lot of large pools, for some reason, in my area, have these rock formations. I don't know. We have raging waters nearby me in San Dimas, California. And so the person that designed raging waters actually built several pools in the area. I maintained one of his pools. And the rock formation was just crazy. And I think I had two of his pools in my area, to be exact, that had these weird rock formations. And if you can't reach a certain side of the pool and brush it and maintain it, it just makes maintaining that large pool even harder. So assess it, check to make sure you can actually maintain this pool, find out kind of what happened to the last pool service. They may have just threw up their hands and said they couldn't do it. And you'll find that these larger pools do have a lot of a lot more hurdles and benefits, in my opinion, at least in my area. And I got to tell you, I love it when I get a pool or get a call for a bid in the pool. I can like jump across. It's so small. These are like the best pools, you know, 7,000, 8,000 gallons. You get really good money for the small pools. They're easy to maintain. They don't really use a lot of chemicals. And you could put, you know, a little Rebel in there and or a Zodiac Ranger and really maintain the small pool very easily. Where the large pool, you know, there's a lot more effort involved in maintaining a large pool. And you'll find that out when you get large pools in your route. And you'll find out quickly that you may not like doing large pool service. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swingingpoollearning.com. Click on the podcast banner, I mean the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of about 1,200 podcasts that I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great start of week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.